Hey there, and welcome to Good Podcasting, the show designed to help you create, launch, and grow your podcast. My name is Brian, and I'm the host of this show, but I also host a YouTube channel called Summit City Studios designed for a very similar purpose. So if you are a visual learner and would like to see some of the gear that we use on this podcast and maybe even a more in-depth look at some of the stuff that we talk about here, visit me on YouTube at Summit City Studios. Today's episode of Good Podcasting is all about helping you find the right microphone for you and for your podcast. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Hey friends, we're back with yet another episode of Good Podcasting. And I'm excited you're here because I love to talk podcasting and I know that you are about podcasting too. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't have chosen this particular podcast to listen to. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. By the way, if you haven't yet subscribed and you're interested in learning from podcasters who are just a little bit further down the road maybe than you are, who want to share some ideas and some tips and some ways that they've overcome some obstacles that you may be facing or will likely face, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We do that every other week. And then in the off weeks, we have these shorter episodes where I share specific tips, tools, and tech to help you create a good podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a piece of equipment, most specifically or more specifically, your microphone. Here's the reason I want to talk about this. When I started podcasting, maybe you've heard the story if you've listened to other episodes. Uh, So I'll keep it short. I didn't know a thing about microphones. I went and purchased the cheapest microphone I could find. It was a Behringer something. It came in a pack of three and we paid like $30 for it. It was on sale. So essentially it was a $10 microphone. And I didn't know what I was getting into. I just knew I needed a mic. So I've learned a lot along the way and that's what I want to share a little bit with you today. But Part of these episodes, these shorter ones, I like to share what I'm actually using because I'm testing out some different microphones and some different gear and some different equipment that I want you to be able to experience, to to hear how it sounds. And even if you're a Patreon supporter, you can see this episode over on Patreon. I'm going to post a link to this video where you can see it over there. We'll talk more about that later. But today I'm using the Rode Procaster microphone. This is a more professional podcast microphone. It's more professional broadcast style microphone. And maybe you can hear that in the tone and in the quality of this mic. I'll put some Amazon affiliate links in the show notes of this episode. So if you're interested in checking out this mic, looking at this mic, and even purchasing this mic, those will all be there. There's a link to just the mic itself. But I recommend if you don't have a something to hold your mic, a mic stand or a boom arm, there's a kit that it comes with as well that comes with a shock mount and a Rode PSA-1 uh, boom arm that you can mount to your desk. It's a fantastic microphone. Um, and I've got it plugged into the Rodecaster Pro. Now, <laughs> very similar names here. The microphone is called the Rode Procaster and the interface mixer that I have it going into is the Rodecaster Pro. It's the standard one that I use for the majority of my podcast recordings. The reason I like this pairing, this microphone with this soundboard or with this interface is because they're both made by Rode and Rode was really intentional to set up some presets in the Rodecaster to connect with their microphones to make their microphones to optimize the sound of the microphones that they produce. So there is a, there's a setting in there, a preset for the Rode PodMic. For this one, the Rode Procaster, there's a setting in there for the Rode NT1. And there's even a setting for the 
Electro Voice RE20, which isn't made by Rode, but it's a popular microphone, so they created a preset for that. I'll actually use that mic in a coming up episode, so stay tuned for that. Uh, so I have this running into the Rode, the Rode Procaster running into the Rodecaster Pro with the Procaster uh, preset set now, but I actually took off, there's a setting in there for some of the audio processing, and I took off the low end, the big bottom, it had a boost for the low end, and it actually sounded way too deep and way too, I thought it sounded a little muddy. So I turned that off and feel like this is a much clearer and crisper sound. Let me know what you think. Uh, if you're listening on Anchor, you can leave me a note there. You can leave me a message. You can even leave me a voice message if you bump over to anchor.fm backslash goodpodcasting. We can interact there. Uh, or you can send me a message at brian at summitcitystudios.com. Let me know what you think of this microphone. Let's get into the question I wanted to answer today, and which is what microphone should I purchase or what microphone should I get for my podcast? And there's not really a simple answer to this. Everybody loves the, the Shure SM7B. That's kind of the, the standard professional-looking, professional-sounding podcast microphone, but it's not the right microphone for everybody. So a lot of people want to rush out and buy the Shure microphone, but it's an expensive mic. This Rode Procaster microphone that I'm using is a little bit more expensive, not quite as much as the Shure mic, uh, but it's a little bit more expensive and maybe more than you even need. So uh, the mic that you use depends on a couple factors. The first one I've already hinted at, and that's your spending, which is what's your budget? You shouldn't spend more than you need to because depending on the mic you buy, you're going to need to purchase additional equipment. For example, if you buy the Shure SM7B, you're going to need a cloud lifter that's going to boost the gain in that microphone. And that's not a cheap piece of equipment. So you're going to run your SM7B into the cloud lifter, into whatever interface that you need to use to record your podcast into your computer. So there's additional bits of equipment that you need to buy when you purchase a more expensive microphone oftentimes. So what is your budget? If it's, you know, zero to $50, there's some microphones in that range, mostly are going to be USB microphones, which we'll talk about here in just a minute. But you can even find XLR microphones like the ones that I purchased uh, that I told you about just a moment ago for my first podcast that sounded pretty decent. I didn't know anything about mics at the time. I didn't know what I was getting into, but they sounded actually pretty decent. So don't spend more than you need to, especially when you're just starting out. Now, as you grow and you progress and your podcast gets bigger and your audience grows, maybe you want to start thinking about upgrading your gear, but you don't have to. I talked to you know, a, a few people that I've interviewed have huge podcasts, but they're still using a really simple microphone and there's nothing wrong with that. So uh, what's your budget and try and find something that fits within that budget. You don't have to overspend on your microphone. There's simple things you can even do on the back end and editing and post-processing and mixing your sound if you know how to do that. They can make even a cheaper microphone, more budget microphone sound good. So spending is the first one. The second one you have to consider is your setup. And what I mean by that is, is this going to be something when you record your podcast that you're going to have to set up and tear down every time? Like, are you doing it at a kitchen table or a kitchen counter? Are you doing it in your bedroom? Or do you have a dedicated space, a dedicated office, a desk, a table where things can, can stay set up for, you know, indefinitely? The reason I say that is if you're going to get an XLR mic, 
again, you're going to need some additional equipment. You're going to need an interface that's going to take up space on your desk. You're going to need a mic stand for just about any mic. You're going to need a mic stand that's going to take up some space on your desk. You're going to need a space for your computer to plug your interface into. So you're going to need all this desk space for an XLR microphone. Now, you can get a USB microphone that they're actually making... There's USB microphones out there that, you know, things like the Blue Yeti, the Blue Snowball that are pretty popular. You see those in a lot of YouTube videos. You hear those in a lot of podcasts, whether you know it or not. It's a pretty standard podcast type microphone. Uh, And the reason people like it so much is it's a decent quality and it's a USB mic. So it plugs right into your computer. So you can bypass the, the interface. You can bypass the mixer. You can go right into your computer And the Yeti and the Snowball actually come with their own stands that you can set up right on your desk. A lot of the uh, USB mics do come with a stand that you can set up right there. So it's decent quality and it takes up way less space. So even if you do have to tear down every time because you need your kitchen table to eat instead of recording your podcast all the time, it's as simple as picking up the mic and setting it on a shelf somewhere and not tearing down all these cables and your interface and your cloud lifter and anything else you may have to get out for it. So consider what your setup is and what it needs to be. Can it remain indefinitely or do you need to take it down and set it up every single time? The third thing is the space that you record in. And by that, I mean more than just the desk and the tabletop that everything's set up on. I'm talking about the whole room that you are recording your podcast in. If there's a lot of echo, if there's not a lot of soft surfaces, if there's just four walls, a hard ceiling, and maybe a hardwood or a tile floor, hard top tables, you're going to get some echo and some reverb in that room that you may not even recognize until you record into a microphone because your voice is going to project, the mic's going to pick up your voice, and your voice is going to project and bounce off these hard surfaces and find its way back into the mic. So you're going to have a little bit of echo and a little bit of room noise that maybe, again, you don't hear when you're just sitting there in the room by yourself. Do you have fans going? Are you close to your air conditioner or your furnace? Those are all things that you have to pay attention to in the space that you record in. Are you close to a window, an open window? Is your neighbor going to start their lawnmower unexpectedly? All those things you've got to think about when you are recording your podcast. And here's one suggestion I have for you if you're in a space like that is to get a dynamic microphone. There's two main types of microphones. There's more, but the two that we talk about in the world of podcasting or that I'm familiar with are condenser mics and dynamic mics. The major difference is that dynamic mics will pick up mostly what's in front of them and reject a lot of additional sound from behind or on the sides. The condenser microphone then is a little bit different in that it has a diaphragm in that microphone that vibrates based on the sound waves coming out of your mouth and even the ones echoing and bouncing around the room. So it's much more sensitive than a dynamic microphone. And the challenge with that is that if you have a room that is that does not have a lot of sound treatment, a condenser microphone is going to pick up a lot more of the room noise because it's that sensitive. Now, if you are recording in a quiet space that has very little room noise, very little fan noise, and very little reverb bouncing off the walls, a condenser mic is going to be great because it's going to pick up much more detail in the tone of your voice. So you're going to sound fantastic on a condenser microphone, but your room has to be treated. So what what's the space that you plan to record in that may determine if you want to buy a dynamic or a condenser microphone? And finally, 
the last thing I talk about with people who are trying to determine what mic they need is what sound quality are you looking for? And I'm discovering that I may be in the minority here. There's way fewer people asking this question, but I think more should ask this question. So I always go there and ask them that question if they're not asking me. So for many podcasters, good enough is good enough. And I want to challenge that thinking right now because good enough in the world of podcasting that's growing, that's booming, there's more people getting on the platform. Good enough is, if it's good enough now, it's, no, it's not going to be good enough tomorrow. So you need to consider, it doesn't have to be professional radio quality broadcast sound, but it has to be a little bit better than average. And that's all I push people towards is try and be a little bit better than average. So what kind of sound are you looking for? That's the question. And every mic is different and every mic is different on every voice. So you have to kind of experiment if you can. I can give you a couple suggestions right now and I'll do that. So if you're looking for a deep kind of booming, the classic broadcast radio sound, you want to look for something like this microphone, the Rode Procaster or the EV RE20 is kind of the standard in radio stations across the country. The Shure SM7B is another great one. Again, you're going to need some additional equipment for that to help power it and boost that gain. But it's a great broadcast style microphone that's going to give you that deeper quality in your voice. I typically use the PreSonus PD70, which I chose it because of that reason. And now I've had to tweak the sound a little bit to get the clarity in the higher end because it is such a deep, deeper tone of microphone for my voice. So if you're looking for that, there's a couple mics to consider. Now, if you're looking for something that brings out the clarity in the high end of your voice that's not so deep and booming and you're not really looking for that radio broadcast sound... You might want to look at something like the Rode PodMic. It picks up the higher frequencies in your voice a little bit better. It's To me, it's actually a little too crisp at the high end, so I boost the low end on that microphone. The Blue Yeti that I mentioned earlier is a, um, a condenser microphone that picks up, for me anyway, the higher end of my voice. And I've been experimenting with the Audio-Technica BP40 dynamic microphone, and that actually, for me picks up the high end so clear that it almost sounds a little too harsh for me. Now, I haven't played with the post-production of that, so that may be a good mic to look at. Uh, I don't know the price of that off the top of my head right now. I can post that in the, post some links to all these mics that I mentioned in the show notes as well. But maybe you're looking for something a little bit more balanced, and for that, you'll have to experiment. The Shure SM58 is a pretty standard, it's a workhorse microphone, it's a vocal microphone. You'll see that in a lot of uh, live performances, but a lot of people use that for podcasting as well because it is a pretty balanced microphone. The Shure MV7 is a USB and XLR mic. It has both functionalities, and I've not personally used that, but I've heard that that puts out a pretty quality sound that's not quite as deep in tone as the classic SM7B but it is a little bit more of a balanced sound. So if you're looking for something like that, there's a couple options as well. So right now I mentioned that I'm using the Rode Procaster microphone. I'm actually experimenting with all sorts of different mics. I have a friend who graciously let me borrow a 
lot of microphones to test out. So if you want to hear what some of these different mics sound like, or at least how they sound on my voice, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And like I said, I'll be doing some review and comparison videos on YouTube at Summit City Studios as well. So you can pop over there, subscribe to that channel, and actually see the microphones and hear the microphones in action and kind of see what I'm doing with them when those videos are released. So as I mentioned at the beginning, I am filming this particular episode of Good Podcasting. I don't do that for every episode, but for this one, I decided I was going to throw it out there and let you actually see the Rode Procaster. So if you're interested in watching this particular episode via video, and if you're interested in a sneak peek of all of these microphones, and maybe even help me choose which ones to review first on YouTube, join me over on Patreon for just a few dollars a month. You'll get sneak peeks, you'll get bonus content, and you'll even have opportunities to be a part of and hear your voice on this podcast. So there's links to all of that in the show notes that you can find down below. And that'll do it for this episode of Good Podcasting. Next week, you'll hear an interview with Mariel Fry from Travel Experiences Reimagined. It was a fantastic interview, chocked full of great advice and great content for new podcasters. So you definitely don't want to miss that one. I look forward to sharing that with you next week right here on Good Podcasting. Good Podcasting.